This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia ora and welcome to The Road Less Travelled. So we are very excited to be back doing a new series of The Road Less Travelled and you're tuned to Fresh FM, this is a community radio station and this time it's slightly different we have two of us instead of three like last series last year and so I'm Henry and and this is Daniel Daniel Sharp how's it going Dan? Hi hi everyone uh great to to be here and um be a part of this wonderful show uh yeah great it's really exciting to be to be a part of it yeah that's right yeah we've talked about it a lot we're very excited to be doing it again, and, and we, I feel very lucky to be doing it. And, and it will obviously be slightly different having two people. The dynamic will be quite different in a way. And we are going to run it very much as it was last year. So just for those who, who haven't listened before, it's a, a show that we talk about songs and poems, and, and we both select different ones and we intersperse the show so it tends to go sharpie dan will choose one and we'll discuss that we'll play and discuss and then i'll choose a poem or song and we'll discuss and it goes back and forth like that so we try and keep it as even as possible so it's fair and you get a a balanced perspective yeah yeah. i think it's great to see the other person's perspective on a song or what you know generally i haven't heard the poems that you're reading yeah exactly some of the songs as well so and vice versa that's right Mm. yeah it's very interesting and and it's just i think you grow a lot from from learning someone else's choices and what they mean to them and you can see it from their perspective is really valuable and it's one of the many things i love about doing this show and Mm. sharing it with you all so I'm going to send you back to Sharpie. Sharpie's got a selection for this first show. So. Yeah, cool. So um, I th- we're going to try and, and do themes with our, mm-hmm. our show. So each each week we'll, we'll, we'll pick a theme and play songs that mean something to us around that theme. So sure. for today's theme, we've looked at um, whānau or family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought for this, the the first, or one of the first songs that came to mind um, was, uh, of course, a Kiwi artist, I guess, mm-hmm. which um, lends itself to that quite nicely too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was Dave Dobbin's um, Welcome Home. We, we had a lot of um, debate as to whether to put on, there's a Te Reo version mm-hmm. of the song, which mm-hmm. is a lovely, lovely version too. Mm-hmm. Um, but we felt we are going to play the English version um, simply... Because we we get the lyrics, I oh, guess. Sure, um, that's right. So yeah, if you are interested, go and have a listen to his um, his uh, Te Reo version. It's called No Mai Ra, mm-hmm. and and is wonderful. But in mm, the meantime, is, yeah. here it is. Welcome home. It's part for us as well with starting the show again. It's kind of welcome home back into the studio, that's and right. um, yeah, enjoy the song. Tonight I am feeling. Under the state of a strange land You 
a sacrifice much to be here Therefore the graces I offer my hand Welcome home I bid you welcome I bid you welcome Welcome home by Dave Dobbin. Um, so it's a yeah, it's a wonderful song of mine. We've we've just had a quick look at um, at the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, one of the, the the lines that I really like is the there's a woman with her hands trembling and she sings with the mountains' memory. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of that represents to me that te reo or the, the yeah, the te reo way of, of welcoming people to mm. their space and their sure. marae. Um, right, right. It's, it's a wonderful, yeah, 
part of that that song that I see mm. in there. Yeah, I liked that part too. Mm. It's it's quite interesting. We've we've looked through the lyrics as the song was playing and we were discussing them and we've actually honed in on very similar parts of the song that we like, which is quite interesting. That that often happens. And and what are some other parts of, or verses or, or, or lyrics from the song that you like, Sharpie, apart yeah. from the mountain's memory? Um, one of the things that I really like in that first that first verse um, that comes on, it might be the second, I'm not sure, but um, about the empire fading by mm. day and the world is weary mm. in war. It's all about that, how we, things are so externally driven mm. Yeah, to mm-hmm. to get to mm-hmm. place, and yet mm-hmm. we're so tired of that. <laughs> exactly, um, exactly. I think that's so interesting that you've brought that up because I completely agree, and it's so nice to hear someone else say that because I find myself thinking that a lot, and and I'm really really interested in spirituality and mm. and how to be happy and what true happiness is. And it's internal, and we are encouraged to seek it externally. And the irony is we're going around looking for something we already have. And, and if you go within, and you, I mean, I think meditation is one of the most crucial things for learning to be happy and realizing that you actually, your nature is happiness, but seeking it outside, that's only a relative type of happiness, and it, it's still something. But I think that true happiness almost has no cause, and that's the beauty of it. It can't be taken away because it doesn't depend on anything. And, of course, the the relative happiness, which most of us enjoy, and I'm not preaching because I'm very much still in the relative happiness phase, but I think it's so it's revelatory to, to realize that you're sitting on this gold mine all the time and you can tap into it and it costs nothing. It, so I'm so pleased that Sharpie brought that up. It's It's funny, like... A lot of the concept I was actually sort of, I guess, almost told or, or mm-hmm. saw yesterday actually, mm-hmm. was of the the concept of the mind being um, the the mind is a tool to receive, right? Um, so so uh, we are capable of giving a lot of energy and gifts through our being as mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. um, but the mind predominantly is to be able to receive that energy and that mm-hmm. that gift mm-hmm. um, yet a lot of us use it as an external to go out mm, to, right. the, to I guess almost give if that makes sense right. and yeah. and so a lot of that like you know war mm-hmm. drive is, is, is our mind trying to impose things on mm-hmm. other right. people other right. and whereas and and it's very easy to get caught up in the mind mm. and go to that external pushing that out to other things mm. around us. Mm. Whereas when you come back and come in, you know, like you say, all of that happiness is inherently mm. there. Exactly. It's it's right where where we we need it. Exactly. But we're listening too much to the mind exactly. and going to try and yeah yeah push yeah. It. So I thought that yeah. was a wonderful way of seeing mm. that. To me, it was like a wow. Yeah, that's mm. that's. Um, Really cool. Mm, that's so cool. Um, I'm so impressed and grateful yeah. that you brought up that because I think that I'll come back to this quite a lot in the show. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. I think, so I, think I hope we both will. Yeah, we're so like minded. That's one of the many beauties of doing this show. And and it's interesting dynamic, as I said earlier, having two. And, and 
it's it's really great but I'm just going to pick up a few things that I love about the song I'm so happy again because Sharpie chose it but I think it's such a beautiful song and the melody is beautiful I think the lyrics are beautiful and it just combines the humanity of Dobbin I think mm. from what I know about Dave Dobbin he's just a wonderful person and I'm so proud to be a Kiwi who has has grown from from his music and and his, and his humanity and his empathy it's such an empathetic song I mean the first line tonight I'm feeling for you under the state of a strange land you have sacrificed much to be here I mean you think of the beautiful rich cultural diversity of New Zealand that's increasing now as well it's just we're so lucky to have that and and it's so important to realise that and 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 people who have come from a long way away and sacrificed so much to be here, we're, we're so lucky to they really add to this country, to the richness in it. And we're all better for having cultural diversity. Totally. And we're really, really lucky. And I think that the song is, is about that, among many other things. But and, and I love that line, you'll find most of us here with our hearts wide open. I think that's really true. And I think a big part of happiness is being open and being able to receive love and, and if you can receive it you, you tend to want to give it too yes. because you realise how much you've grown from that love so so I think that that is really a beautiful thing and I think that song emphasises that too and, and it's funny just finally we've picked up on we were talking about there's a cloud the full length of these aisles just playing chase with the sun and it's black and it's white and it's wild. All the colours are one. So we, we both honed in on that straight away as well. So it's just fascinating that we both liked that or loved that. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think it's interesting, you know, we are one. But unfortunately, in, in my view, I guess the, the thing we need to go through is a feeling of separation to, in order to see that that's ultimately illusory and we actually are all one mm. no one is actually better or worse we're just relative expressions of, of of a unified whole so when you even for a glimpse have this feeling that you're actually not just little henry little me or little daniel looking mm. out at the world you're actually the whole thing yeah it's really in some ways going from this hideous delusion to truth and it's just even if you glimpse this temporarily it's almost worth a lifetime of separation to to see through that so I think it's it's just such a beautiful song. I'm really glad that we played, and it's a great way to start. Welcome back to the show, and welcome back to a new journey. Totally, welcome home, yeah. everyone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm gonna select a, a poem, and we'll we'll get Sharpie's thoughts on that too, and and we'll see what you think. And I hope you enjoy this. So yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I'm really interested in poetry, like Sharpie, and. I'm really lucky because I got into performing poems through a forum that happens monthly. It's called Nelson Live Poets. I did this quite a long time ago, 2012, and I've been going pretty religiously ever since. And I've met this amazing poet, and she's a Nelsonian lady called Jessica LaBar. And this poem, I heard... In 2014, at the Jester House, which I think is a really cool cafe, and it was a great venue for a poetry night. There were some musicians playing. And at that time, they 
selected the top Nelson poets to perform, and she performed this poem. I'm just going to read it. I really hope you enjoy it. It's relatively short, and then I'll I'll read it, and then I'll I'll see what Sharpie thought, and we'll make some comments about it. It's called Circular Motions. For Lydia. They were floral sheets with small pink and lemon buds. The lip-glossed colour of the sky as the sun turns in. They were the ones she liked best, old yet still with a skin-thin coat of winter warmth that I put on especially for her week home from Dunedin, where she slept late, but not as much to hide, where we ate and talked and touched each other, thinking, not saying, as mothers and daughters do, you are so young, you are growing old. There we were, bud and withered leaf, soft, downy feathered feel against calloused hand and wrinkled eye. Here I am, back from the airport, hanging floral sheets in a spring afternoon, my eye following the high stretch of arm to peg and clip high-rises to a blue sky. And I am stopped, in one moment stilled, filled by a white-winged bird, I take it first for a gull, lulling languid and blubbled bliss, sorry, blubbled bliss, a heaven-held updraft. Then I see it as a jet, high enough to be stationary, or so it seems. It flies south across the horizon, that is really a universe of circular motions, all in bud in which she and I are neither beginning nor end but the wings of one bird soaring in a clear sky there you go sorry I stumbled a wee bit in that poem for reading it but that's okay sometimes that happens um, it's yeah. a wonderful poem yeah thanks mm, yeah, so really what were your thoughts just off the bat Sharpie um, I loved even just from the title of Circular Motion yeah. like I, yeah. I thought um, it, it's funny because you you hear that and you think where is this going and mm-hmm. and as as the poem progressed you saw that I guess that life cycle exactly through the poem like, exactly yeah and and the comments I had prepared to make about the poem are just that that when you think about it a lot of life there are these circular motions like the seasons are circular you know we have four seasons and we go back to the first season etc and this goes on and on and and even the breath there's an in breath and there's an out breath and and a lot of life is is giving out and then contracting in this yin and yang motion of outward and and even outward and inward and and down and up are kind of circular motions too everything yeah comes around and yeah that's right doesn't it and even uh, this is uh, uh, belief obviously uh, with some religions that re- reincarnation so I suppose death and life you you go to the end of life and then you are born again and, and so it goes on and on it's interesting I also wanted to talk about that when you right. mentioned about the, the life and death I guess mm-hmm. it, to a lot of people it can be such a uh uh, what I say, dangerous, a fearful, mm. a fearful thing. Exactly. And yeah. 
uh, yet you see it, it when you look in the garden or whatever, you know, mm. and a plant goes through its life cycle. Mm. It flourishes, it mm-hmm. blooms, it produces I don't know, lovely flowers, mm-hmm. lovely fruit, whatever it has mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. It then goes to the end of its life cycle. It dies back, recedes to the ground, creates this lovely compost and mm-hmm. nutrients that then encourage the next lot yeah, of new life right. to come along. I see. And without yeah. that whole cycle, you don't have... Mm. Mm. that new life mm, that's yeah. really interesting mm. I see what you're saying yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a beautiful mm. sort of circle mm, that's its right. own um, self and, and every, yeah. everywhere you look you can see that mm. but it's, um, mm. it's it's very easy to look at your own little situation without thinking about what's mm. coming next yeah what's, that's true what's to be mm, that's very true yeah. yeah yeah and even if you think of uh, a wave on a shore. There's a there's a goes up the shore and then it washes back towards the shore, and that's a mm-hmm. kind of circle, in a way too. Yeah. In our breath and, and 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 even yin and yang, you know, male and female, and uh, and these kind of polarities are actually expressing oneness. So so what looks like two is really one. Like if you think of a wave, it has a crest and a trough, and mm-hmm. the crest couldn't exist without the trough, and vice versa. So that's kind of a and even if you think of that yin and yang sign, it's sort of it's a circular, uh, a, a circular shape, and and I think life is full of these circular motions. And I uh, obviously links with Farno because this was written for or about the relationship of Jessica the poet with her daughter Lydia. She dedicates the poem, which she says for Lydia at the start. And, I've actually met Lydia, which is really cool. And I was doing some work for Jessica. I just pruned some trees, and Jessica happened to be there. There, I oh, sorry, Jessica was the one paying me for the job, and, and Lydia was there too. So I met Lydia. So that oh, was cool. Wow. That is but, cool. But That's yeah, cool. I I just think that this poem, uh, the the last line about the universe of circular motions, where there's no real beginning or end. I thought the whole poem was really built in order to build up for that beautiful ending. And I thought that there was something like wisdom in those lines. And I think that wisdom is so rare and so precious. And when it comes through in poetry, it's such a a great thing. And poetry is such an amazing forum to to put wisdom out there and hope that, that People who are ready for it will, will see and learn from that, and and, and I think like you say too that building towards that wisdom is yeah. you know that, that's, yeah. that's a yeah, yeah. Huge, huge part of poetry. Isn't yeah, it, so, it is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and I think that we all suffer as human beings, but I think that we need to suffer in order to grow towards wisdom. So mm-hmm. that's certainly what I can't speak for other people, obviously, but for me, I think that's it's really been the suffering that has has kind of helped me see that that move toward actually not needing to suffer or suffering less because mm. of because of what the wisdom that that comes in the insight into being human and I think this poem kind of talks a little about the suffering that you know clinging wanting to cling to something which is natural but then there's this release from that at the end with the wisdom about the circular motions and knowing that that you know it's really when you understand that the infinite, you you do begin to the fear in you recedes quite a lot. I think because you understand that that we're really 
eternal beings. I really believe that, that we're really eternal beings. We're, mm-hmm. we're just here for a snapshot. We're actually, there's some divine, timeless and eternal thing that's animating our presence. And But yeah. we, you know, it's this dance between the eternal and and the short. So we are just like a snapshot in eternity. Uh, and what we are actually is beyond beyond birth and death. So yeah. Beyond what we can really comprehend. Yeah, I that's guess. right, exactly, yeah. because the infinite yeah. can't understand, sorry, the other way around. The yeah, the finite can't understand the infinite. Mm. So, so, but, but we can dive into that. But so that, that's probably, did you want to say anything more about the poem, Shafi? Um, I think that's really covered it yeah. really well. Yeah. For, um, cool. yeah, for me. Yeah. It, it is a lovely poem, like, mm. so, and, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah and, cool. And wonderful to know that you know. The people involved, yeah. but that's really cool. I know, and yeah. and just before we um, go back to a song by Sharpie, she's such a amazing poet, and her collection, her second collection, which is called Walking to Africa, that's my favourite collection of poems that I've ever read, and it touched me really deeply, and I every poem resonated, oh, and cool. I just think it's fantastic. I'd really recommend that. And she's done two collections. She's got amazing credentials with her poetry. Like she's won some big prizes. And the the most noteworthy one for me was recently she won this poetry prize called the Sarah Broom Poetry Prize. We might even get a chance to, to read some of Sarah's poetry. But Sarah died of cancer and she was a, a well-known poet at the time. And, and they set up this award a memorial kind of award in a way and Jessica won that two years ago and and it's a a really really big poetry prize to win I I think that would have been amazing for Jessica to to have that and a real testament to her and and just shows the quality of her work and that that sounds really cool Mm. what was that that's that second collection called again okay it's called Walking to Africa Walking to Africa it's just really interesting it's about I'll say a tiny bit about it and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to a song from Sharpie but it's about mental health challenges really and oh, someone cool. that that someone close to, to Jessica I think so it's it's really poignant and really insightful and really talks deeply and memorably about the human condition and suffering and wonderful what it all means so mm. there you go I'm going to go do some research <laughs> yeah I'd recommend check it, it out yeah cool mm. Okay, Shafi, back to you. All right. Um, so this second song that I've selected, I, I actually don't know a hell of a lot about this song, to be okay, fair. sure. Um, it's it's one, though, that when I first listened to it really spoke to me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, just just the song in itself. It's a very heartfelt song, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to, I want to, I guess, introduce it first before mm. playing it. Sure. Um, simply just so... Yeah, it, it is. Um, I guess people are, I don't know, aware of what the song mm-hmm. is. And sure, it's sure. coming to. Yeah. So it's it's in terms of Fano, it's actually about a family that hasn't happened yet. Oh. So it's a. It, I'll let you listen to the lyrics and, and you, can, you can hear it for yourself. But it's essentially about a guy who's singing about his future daughter. Mm-hmm. And him having to go through the finding his way to there, 
And I guess to me, all the hopes and the dreams that he's placing on this thought of this future daughter. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to put it in here mainly for those the people that I feel haven't had the chance to have their own family or their own mm-hmm. tamariki mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and children mm-hmm. for, ver- obvious, for various reasons of their own. They mm-hmm. haven't found the right person. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. Um, had you know medical complications, whatever the case may be. It's a wonderful song for that hope and the dreams and the desires of what um, really can be. So I guess, yeah, that's what it is. Let's mm-hmm. listen to it. It's by AJR, um, and it's called Dear Winter, and, yeah, we'll discuss it a bit mm-hmm. after that. So here it is. Dear Winter, I hope you like your name. I hope they don't make fun of you when you grow up and go to school, okay? Cause Winter is a badass name. Dear Winter, I hope you talk to girls or boys or anyone you like. I just hope you don't stay in every night. I wish I was out tonight Ah, It really doesn't seem Like there's anyone for me But dear winter I hope you like your name I'm hoping that someday I can meet you on this earth But shit, I gotta meet your mom first Dear winter I hope you like this song And even when you're 13 And you scream at me for parenting you wrong I hope it's still a badass song Ah, It really doesn't seem Like there's anyone for me But dear winter I hope you like your name To teach you how to curse But shit, I gotta meet your mom first Dear Winter, don't move too far away And please don't say I'm hovering When I text you to ask about your day I wanna hear about your day But shit, you gotta ask your mom first Dear Winter, I'm looking for your mom I gotta find a girl that doesn't mind That I'm inside my head a lot Winter, it won't be too long First, I just gotta find your mom So there you have it, Dear Winter by AJR. Um, to me, it, it really is essentially what I've I've said before the song. I guess it's it's that all those hopes and dreams of 
what will come and what I, I think I don't know I can't really speak for any, anybody else but to me that is so important in my life mm-hmm. is all of the uh, I, I, yeah like I say I don't know how other people's minds works mm. but mine definitely I I have this like entire reality of hopes and dreams in my head and I've mm. always found that through my whole life mm-hmm. um that I've <laughs> I've 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 always i guess played out what i want to happen in my life in my mind before me right there's a lot of times that those things they don't happen mm-hmm. the way you yeah. want them to happen yeah, sure. and yeah. um that can be frustrating mm-hmm. and hard mm-hmm. um but what i also find is that when that does happen and in the way that you've played it out in your mind and even like to like it it's kind of i don't know the universe like exacerbates it even more mm. you know there's so many more facets and it's so much more incredible than you could have ever played mm. it out in your mind like mm. it's a really cool um feeling mm. Mm. um and so uh, to me that song spoke to me because it's exactly that mm. of what i've always seen in my own life and mm. um of of all those hopes and dreams that i wanted um to think yeah mm. and i certainly mm. hope that I don't know whoever it is that's singing that song that they find their mm. their their winter's mum mm, and then that's right. winter herself mm, um, mm. in in a daughter that that they'll no doubt mm. go on to raise in a mm. yeah wonderful mm. way. So that's it's right. a, it's a really cool song for that. It's a very different concept, I guess, to yeah. what a lot of songs yeah. are. I agree. I, I was just going to say that I find it a really original idea and fascinating way to present a song and yes. and play with an idea and and there's a central element of humanity that like Sharpie said with himself that the hopes and dreams and aspirations of the future and how will it play out and and that's I think something that we all do on different levels with different subjects and and I thought that I love the melody. I was going to say, it's a beautiful really, song, it is. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's wistful and kind of romantic in a way and 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 beautiful and soft and light. And Yeah, I, I kind of, and I, I, I was going to try and like quickly research this up while the song was playing, but I never <laughs> really got around to it. Like, yeah. I have a feeling that that song was, and I don't know whether the song was written for or whether it was part of, there's a, a kid's movie somewhere, I think, that that song is a very central part of the soundtrack. Right. And I don't know whether the song was written for that mm. movie or the mm. other way around. The song was written and then was put into the movie. I could be entirely wrong about that, so okay. don't go quoting me. Right. But sure. I, right. I do feel like when I first found that song that I got onto it through mm. it being a, a part of a movie. So in which case mm. I'd be really interested to find yeah. out what it is. And, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I could see that working but, well in a movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just got a lot of feeling in it. Mm. And I think the best pieces of art in my experience is coming out of deep experience and deep feeling and and I think we tend to write our best about the things closest to us the most personal and and we I think it's very endearing when you be your soul and your your inner workings publicly mm-hmm. because what it does it does many many things but it brings the audience to you and and all the walls fall away between you and them and there's this 
endearing intimacy that's very immediate and and very powerful and and people f- you, you open you're opening yourself and in being open you're allowing them to be open too and it's just a very powerful it's way it's interesting that you should say that because and again i guess i think it comes down to your poem as well of that full circle round because mm. the, that comes in through so many different aspects of yeah. of life when, That's right. when you mention that mm-hmm. i was thinking about a a TED talk I remember seeing from um, Simon Sinek, mm-hmm. Sinek. Mm-hmm. and I can't remember what it was called now, but it was about um, successful companies, mm. or, and and he was looking at why companies are successful, and he said that um, I I can't remember the words exactly because I, I don't want to sort of ruin it, but he was like, people buy what you believe, not what you do. Mm. So the example he gave, he started with Apple computers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would encourage people to go out and find it and actually mm-hmm. read it. But mm. I remember it having this huge impact on me. Mm. And it was about that the companies that sell you their belief mm. are the ones that are going to do well, mm. not the companies that sell you a good product. Right. So Interesting. you can make a good product and sell it, mm. and it'll be the same as any other product good product mm. on the shelf mm-hmm. and people might buy it mm. but if you go out there and you say okay we make uh, uh, so the example is apple mm-hmm. we make a, a ipad computer it's the mm-hmm. best it's the fastest it mm-hmm. does this blah 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 mm-hmm. we do that because we believe you or we you know you uh, should have the fastest best computer in the world mm-hmm. and we do it because we believe that that's what we should be doing for people. Mm. It's very different too. We believe that you're entitled to the best computer and the best um, thing in your world. We make that happen for you with by creating this, blah, 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 and here is the Apple iMac, blah, 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 blah. It's sold in a way of the what the belief is, mm-hmm. and then here is the product, mm. rather than here's the product, da, 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 back the other way. And, I see, I see. And it's a, it's a really interesting concept to see that all those companies that have done really well mm. have sold a belief of why mm. you should... And people buy into that. They buy into the mm. belief of mm. what you're doing, not right. the, not the, the product, product yourself. Sure. And that comes mm. exactly the same in terms of that artist art, mm. or, or bearing your soul, like mm. you say. Mm-hmm. You sell... Uh, or you <laughs> sell... Mm-hmm. You give a belief you mm. when you believe something you can tell that mm. somebody is believing mm. in it by that's right. when when they're showing that artistry mm, and that's, that's what right. can mm. that creates that connection to that mm. artistry regardless of what it is poetry mm. painting you know singing but mm. yeah mm. so that's yeah it's really, really cool mm. cool concept there mm. cool Anyway, should we right. move on to your yeah. next song Henry yes sure so I'll, I'll introduce the song I won't say too much about it first but it's called Mother by the band Pink Floyd and Sharpie's just got it queued up here so we'll just play the song and then we'll discuss it I hope you enjoy it here it is Mother do you think they'll drop the bomb Mother, do you think they'll like this song? Mm-hmm. 
mother, do you think they'll try to break my balls?
always find out where you've been Mama's gonna keep baby healthy and clean Ooh, baby There you go. So, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to The Road Less Travelled on Fresh FM with Henry Ludbrook and Daniel Sharp, and that song was off the 1979 album The Wall by Pink Floyd. The song was called Mother, and I'm just looking at the lyrics here. I think it's a, a really, really beautiful song, beautiful melody, and I think it's quite a subversive song in a way. It's saying many things but I think in a way it's saying that sometimes our mothers can be overprotective and they can and put their their fears and their prejudices in, into us and that's one of the perhaps negative things that can happen in some mother-child or mother-adolescent or mother-child relationship dynamic but I also I also think that it's really interesting how he finishes with mother didn't need to be so high I think that's really interesting way like kind of it leaves you on just a different way to finish a song like perhaps it makes you think well is the singer or other band saying that that perhaps happened in their lives their their mothers were high or it's certainly quite an interesting way to to finish a song but I'm just looking at some of the other lyrics in the song too. It's full of really, really great lines. I think the third line, Mother, do you think they'll try to break my balls, is a really visceral, immediate, powerful image and kind of very unsettling and unnerving to, to think about that. You wouldn't want to think about that too often, but but that's really powerful. It's classic Pink Floyd, I think, subversive and and visceral and and thought-provoking. Mother, should I run for president? That's an interesting line. It's kind of makes you think a bit. I think that's a bit tongue in cheek, but but that's uh, makes you think as well. And, and Pink Floyd, to me, one of the great bands for being thought provoking and making societal statements and getting you to think about things that maybe some people just take for granted or don't think to question or to think about too much. So I think the the legacy is really rich for. That's one of the reasons for that. Mum is going to make all of your nightmares come true is really interesting. Like, is that true? I guess potentially if you have an upbringing based on fear, which must happen, unfortunately, to some people, then that that could actually be true. And mum is going to keep baby cosy and warm. She will keep you right here under her wing. She won't let you fly, but she might let you sing. So that overprotectiveness, so that's really interesting too. What about you, Sharpie? What any lines or feelings you got? What was your take on that song while you were listening to it? Um, it's a really lovely and gentle song, mm. um, mm-hmm. and probably not what I would 
typically, like I, I think I was saying to you before, I, I haven't listened to a, a huge amount of Pink Floyd, sure. which is kind of ironic because I imagine I would really like Pink Floyd. I think you would <laughs> definitely like them a lot. Um, but it, it, like that song is it, it isn't what I connotate and think of classic Pink Floyd. Mm, of so that's a really good point. I agree with um, that. I th- I agree with that. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, they were pioneers for many reasons, but one of them, I think, was a, quite a loud sound. Mm. And yep. and this song is, is not loud. It's quite soft and it's quite gentle. And I think yep. there's an interesting disconnect between what is quite a subversive song but has overtly quite a soft melody. Mm. So there's that interesting dynamic there. It seems like a disconnect, but I'm sure... They were so conscious of what they were doing that that was probably deliberate. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think it's a good point you're making that the the classic Pink Floyd sound is quite loud and rocky. And I actually, it's funny the universe works in so many mysterious ways. I think because I I heard yesterday an interview with Roger Waters, the lead singer, and and Sid Barrett, cool. and and some of the listeners will. A lot of them will probably know both of these people, but but the plan is to I have this plan to play a song about Sid Barrett and, and future shows, so that's exciting. But cool. but but the the interviewers were asking Roger Waters and and, and Sid Barrett about their sound and and that the, it was very loud initially, and the interviewer was actually saying it was almost too loud. But that's just his view at the time but but they were really built up the sound around loudness and 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 the song is actually very different to that but mm. i'm just it is. do we have much more time to talk about that song or shall we uh, do you yeah. do you want to talk a little bit more we've we've, uh, we've got yeah a bit of time a bit more time yeah, yeah. yeah um i think just one final thing I'll say about the song is there's a real change. There's one line where he becomes noticeably different in his expression. He, he It goes from quite soft to really trenchant and in your face and he sounds kind of crazed where he talks about mother will they put me in the firing line. I think that's really interesting and really telling and, and very powerful. It kind of very uneasy and very unnerving to hear that mm. and, and you know with wars often very young people were, were put on the firing line put on the front line and and arguably weren't old enough to know what they were about and why they were fighting or is it, you know, is anyone old yeah, enough to yeah exactly <laughs> that's the thing that. exactly yeah, yeah so it's yeah. seems that often the the vulnerable and the young are are chosen to be exploited by by governments and authority, which is obviously really sad. But anyway, we'll, we'll pass you back to Sharpie. He's got a, a song, so here you go, Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, I think this one I'll probably just play. Yep, sure. And then we can discuss it later. Um, so the song is called Home, and it's by the Foo Fighters. I hope you enjoy it. Wish I were with you, but I couldn't stay. Every direction 
No. Oh. 
Home by the Foo Fighters. The reason I chose that song, it's probably quite obvious, <laughs> is that it's all about home. It's about um, where we are. I actually was saying to Henry before, this was the first Foo Fighters album I ever owned. Right. And prior to that, I knew of them, mm-hmm. but had never never really got hugely into the Foo Fighters. Mm. Um, I actually got the CD free with a phone that I bought. Mm. And I was sort of like, oh, yeah, Foo Fighters sounds good. I bought the CD or got the CD and, you know, put it on my car and played it everywhere and, and really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, at the time, Home, the song here, was probably one of my least favourite songs on the album. It was, right. I, I was, you know, a young mm. adolescent. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> um, and wanted noise and, mm. and you know, um, charged Foo Fighters. Yeah, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as I've gone along through life, I guess it's it's been more of that. Um, it's been the song that, that I will turn to on this album. Mm. I, mm. I don't remember many of the other songs, to be fair, mm-hmm. from this album, um, mm. except for that one. Um, and mm-hmm. it's interesting that the, the ca- one of the key lyrics in that um, that song, Echoes, Silence, Patience and Grace, mm. is exactly the name of that album right. Right. Um, that they made. I, um, I know it was a very poignant time in their lives. As with any band, I guess you have your ups and downs. So mm-hmm. um, I read Dave Grohl's... Was it, Autobiography, That's right, yeah. Autobiography, yeah. And um, they, every band has their ups and downs mm. and their struggling times. And this mm. album came at a time where they were really struggling and mm. they were struggling to sort of put something together and feel together mm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And this album, when it came out, was one that really pulled them together mm. and and mm. cemented that band as being the Foo Fighters. Mm. At that point, they were either like, do we throw it all away and mm. go and do something else mm-hmm. or do we become the Foo Fighters and mm. be something that's that's together and, and mm. it was real testament to them mm. putting that together and I think mm. for that to be the last song of right. that, you know, home right. and right. things there. So yeah, that were my initial impressions and mm. first thoughts on it. So I don't know yeah. whether you want to have a, a we yeah 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 on what you found about it yeah I just found the melody just so beautiful and mm. so different to a lot of Foo Fighters songs that I've heard they're they're an enormous band absolutely enormous one of the biggest current world bands in my view and have just produced so many good records and so many hits but that was v- very different a lot slower a lot more melodic and I liked what you said I found it fascinating. About, about that did you want to say anything more about no I think that's encompassed what I wanted to say yeah, about sure. that song really so that brings us to the end of our show um, it's been wonderful to have you guys on board and listening in on us so you've been listening to myself Daniel and Henry Henry Lindbrook mm-hmm. that's right yeah it was great to be back really exciting and we really enjoyed that first show we were talking about Fano. so we have a theme for each show the theme of that one was Fano. so thank you so much for listening in yeah. Please listen in again if you enjoyed it and, and look after each other out there. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.